I would argue sport, baseball history, but it's fine. This. Oh. Uh, this will be my last episode. It's not quite Cody Bellinger 17 times, but whatever. <laughs> that, that hurts. That hurts. Oh, I just I wanted to start off with something positive for for all of us. So, hey, yeah, everybody, welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. We're kicking it off with a little old school Red Sox 2004 greatest comeback in baseball history if you don't know what it was they beat the yankees they were down three nothing they got trounced to game three 19 to eight and then proceeded to play two of the longest games in my life at least five hours apiece came back won it went on to the world series blew the doors off the cardinals and sealed the deal but that's not what we're here today i just wanted to talk about that yep pepe do you remember that no no i was uh I was passed out. I just got really hammered after that. And, <laughs> no, I don't remember any of it. It's a bad. It was a bad time. It was a bad time. That's right. So we're back. It's me, Pat, Pepe. No Doug this week. That's okay. Like like last week. We're gonna go on without him, and we're gonna move on. So show we got a big go show, on. fun show. Lots to talk about. Lots to do. Pat's probably gonna talk about baseball if I could guess. But before <laughs> we get to that, we have to do some fun facts. fun facts i got two fun facts for you and then a question for you guys if you're ready so ready. fun fact number one have you ever found yourself hesitating or refusing to take the last donut or slice of pizza available if i know so, you haven't let's just start off i know that you haven't if so you've experienced a phenomenon known as the diffusion of entitlement we often inhibit ourselves from consuming something scarce because we feel it is not our right I can't relate to that. No, no, you cannot. I will push he, women and children out of the way to get that last slice of pizza. I bet you would. I was going to say, when, when waiters take food away from tables, I've seen you just start attacking it. There's been no, times that, that we're sitting there eating, and obviously I eat incredibly fast and I finish before everybody, and I watch Pat just about to put that last piece up to his face, and I just want to grab it out of his hand with mine and just eat it. And one of these days, next I time we're eating might... pizza, I'm literally going to like save the last piece and then just savor it and just eat Slow it very motion. slowly right in front of you. <laughs> I'll wait till you're about four fair... bites in before I tell you that I licked it when you were. Oh. oh, oh, that's yes. that's with with COVID times. That's that's <sighs> yeah, you can't do that's it. That that's a yeah. that's a, a serious felony, I think, at COVID times. Yeah, right. Yeah, I believe that's five years prison. I don't know who I seriously don't like I look at that donut I might have that moment like that thought like a fleeting thought and then I'll just say ah, nobody's fucking eating this and you know what I've actually truth be told I've had that thought where I said everybody else is sitting here thinking I'm not going to eat that last donut because I don't want to be that guy no and everybody doesn't eat that donut because they know you're going to eat that donut I'm going to be that guy I don't mind so I probably won't eat the donut or I'll at least give it a time limit, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I circle back around and 15 minutes later, no one's, but the donut, I probably won't eat the pizza. Well, the more I'm drinking, the less you care. Less you care. That, pizza, so, that slice has no chance. Yeah. yeah the donut is probably earlier in the day. So you're like a turkey vulture, just circling the carcass, just waiting to see if the, if the jackals get it. <laughs> yeah. And if they're not, then they're not a threat. The jackals aren't there. Now you swoop in, you take the donut, 
hopefully it's never a boston cream that's is the thing about the last donut everybody always gets that mix pack you know it's like the coconut yeah. flaked one it's, yeah and, and, cake, and that that's actually another good point where like with pizza you really can't go wrong with almost anything it might like, be if a it's corner a, piece. if it's a boston cream donut goodbye there's no way that's last though Nobody but but exactly it, it no exactly it's not going to be last so the only way it's it's last is if it was a 12 pack of boston cream yeah donuts. <laughs> if they were all boston cream. right yep. that's the only way and with the pizza, it might be like, you know, when you've pulled that piece and it pulls all the cheese and toppings off the other slice next to it. And then there's yep. an asshole who just takes it all and then leaves the empty slice. And that's the last slice. I'd still yep. eat it, but it's obviously not as good. No. Listen, if the cheese holds on to the slice. It's part of the counts. slice. Counts as a slice. That's it's, one slice. It's part of the slice. I'm not putting that back. I'm folding it over the top. <laughs> and I am I'm enjoying that. All right. That was a good fact. Fun fact number two. I want you to think about this one. In 2015, the creator of an artificially intelligent robot asked his creation if it thought robots would take over the world one day. Don't worry. I'll keep you safe in my people's zoo, the robot responded unexpectedly. Oh, God. No. <laughs> when was this? When, when did this happen? 2015. That is not that? No, that's not good. Are terminators we, terminators are, we 100% are coming percent sure that where covid came from oh. was it from the robots oh. you can't count it out although so, i don't like to get political but i would vote for a robot for president this year <laughs> i'd have no problem you could zero, you could do issue. that you could do it right in. in yeah my, my problem is i wrote in brady and edelman Four years ago and now I, I feel like i can't do that you really went brady no. elderman over brady gronk huh yeah i know listen i've made mistakes you i mean i wouldn't trust gronk as the vice president <laughs> i i don't i think you made the right call on that i mean it, it, really I, you after you just said that i have to say a third fun fact and then we can come back to the second one but a third one oh, a subsequent right. we're getting a bonus fact ladies and gentlemen bonus fact bonus is fact. a cacistocracy because well, hold on let me try that again a cacistocracy a cacic, a cacic, <laughs> wow jesus Ooh. a cacostic holy shit <laughs> we're keeping all this up this is all staying in a cacistocracy is a system where the government is run by the least qualified and worst available people in charge oh it's so about we right. are living in that it's about right <laughs> Could you say that one more time, though? Would that be okay? Oh, God. Are you a sure it's not in Google? A kiss Oh, fuck. Wow. A kakistocracy. this is how you sound. It's K-A-K-I-S. K-A-K-I-S-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y. A kakistocracy. Holy shit. No wonder I've never heard that word before. No. Kakistocracy. We're moving back. Moving back to the robots. Imagine we'll see that how shit. Good a, we'll see how good of an editor you are. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking any of that out. That's all staying. Don't. If if it was Pat, I would 100% keep it. I'd enhance it and make it the intro or something too. Try to Pat. Pronounce that. Kiss. Oh Jesus. No, thank you. Wow. He would this probably pronounce it perfectly, just fucking cuz. You know he yeah. would. You know he would. I don't so. want to live in a robot world, though. Can I throw that back out there? I don't. Can 
At some point, they come, they hoard you all up. They put you in little detention centers. So here's it. Be good. So there is the argument that AI is already controlling all of us. Probably. I watched that social are. media special on Netflix, man. Shit's yeah, you real. Like that. Shit is real. It's controlling all that information. When all those memes that Pat posts on Facebook, that's all because he's looking at yeah. extreme. I mean, like he spent his day on Breitbart, and he is just down a rabbit hole yeah and he can't yeah. stop posting memes it's true yeah right Pat? they're all about the braves chop oh, <laughs> oh god good facts good facts Dan. It, it, i didn't even expect to have a subsequent fact but it just came up as soon as pat talked about the our government so thanks pat the endless supply of You're fun welcome. facts um, just to give credit where credit is due, the first one about the pizza was Uber Facts, and the second one was WTF Facts. And this also reminded me, so Ron, big fan of the show, reached out to me personally to tell me about last week's fact concerning Columbus and fucking a llama, that llamas are from South Africa. And he doesn't believe okay. that it would be possible. He believes that it to be false. Well, in fairness, that was not an Uber fact, correct? That is, that's true. That was a WTF fact. So that could ah, make sense. South America, not South Africa. Not, they're native to South America, and I'd say any mention of them in Europe or Asia before the 1600s is most likely false. And so because of that, I Googled it, and it is not factual. They don't really know. So it was more just having some fun with it was WTF facts uber facts for life yeah takes their legitimacy that's what you get yeah that's what you get for going with substandard fact checking yeah that's on me guys it really is it is it's okay really is on me we just expect more out of you with the facts Uh, yeah i mean i've set the bar high i've you have i come to party with some serious facts and yes you do <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, right. party with some Uber facts. Moving on from the facts. Before, before we get to the meat of the show, I have one more thing for you guys. I got a question. I got to ask you. What do you consider the most disappointment disappointing moment in your life in sports? It could be playing sports, it could be watching sports, it could be a fan of sports. It could be gambling on sports. What was the what let you down the most? What was your biggest disappointment? Pepe. I didn't even think of my own life. Pepe, I'm gonna say I was thinking just No. Oh, this your is life. Mind. That's as as a premier say, athlete. Well, I'm a well oiled machine, David, as Pat can tell you, you know. You have it. I had mean a great, had a great uh, playoff game last Friday, you know. But yeah, uh, you actually did. I, did, I didn't do too bad. So why I don't you do talk about Why don't you lead us off? Why don't you take us down a dark path that is. So I was going to talk about the moment when I was watching. So you, I could say, you know, 2001 where the Yankees lost to the Marlins or 2004, but I don't remember what happened in 2004. I was trying to foreshadow. I was foreshadowing there. Yeah. That's why I played that clip. I was hoping that that's what it would be. Yeah, but you know what? I never really, even when they were up, obviously when they're up 3-0, I'm like, oh, they're probably going to win. Once they got to that last game, I knew they were going to lose. I could just feel it in my mm-hmm. bones. So mm-hmm. it wasn't all that disappointing because after I heard, after they lost game six, I was like, well, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. 
what was more disappointing for me for the Yankees was it was 2001. Mucina's pitching against the Red Sox at Fenway. And he gets into the bottom of the ninth, two outs, perfect game. And I'm in my friend's house, who was at the time the most obnoxious Red Sox fan I know. You both know this person. The worst. And their entire family was there. They're all just talking a bunch of shit. And I was like, he's going to get a perfect game against the Red Sox. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to shove it all in their face. Your guy, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's my favorite pitcher ever. He's my guy. And then Carl Everett comes up. And he fucking hit. No such thing as dinosaurs. No, just just the worst hit. It just crushed me. I, like, slammed their door when I walked out of the house. I was so freaking pissed. Just ruined my day. But, real quick. So, I wasn't even thinking about my own personal life. But when I was in Little League, it was my last year in Little League. We were going for the championship. Okay? Is a tie game. I hit a triple. Now, mind you, at the time, I was like 280 pounds. I was a big boy. Hmm. But I roped the ball. And I huffed like the little engine that could all the way around the bases. I get to third. And there's one out. No, two outs. I'm sorry. There's two out. No. Yeah, there was one out. Sorry. Long fly ball. I'm on the bag. I'm tagging. And he catches the ball. And I run as hard as I can. I run as hard as I can. No way. I hit home plate. I know for a fact that I hit home plate. The umpire calls me out saying I never touched the base. Oh. We, we ended up losing on a walk off the next one. Oh. And I know for a fact I hit the base. Like my, it was not my fault. It is like <laughs> did, ruined did, my life ever since then. Did you ask for a replay? I did. They didn't even, they didn't even, they said they couldn't go to the booth. It was oh. like, Unbelievable. Robot umpires. What kind of little league you playing in? Robot umpires. I mean, it's a Springfield league. Guys, if there's ever an argument for robot umpires, it's that right there. Did you slide? No, because it wasn't even close. The ball, he caught the ball after I had ran past the base and then, like, swipe tagged. I was past the base. I was past home plate. Yeah, that's a... Wow. I'm surprised they make that call. It was a horrible call. Horrible. So even if you're like close to the base, should I mean, we, it's a little league. Should we use the power of the internet and try to find that umpire? I think we should. <gasps> He's definitely dead, but we should definitely should. <laughs> it's a terrible thought. Now I'm all mad. Ruined, oh. ruined my night. That was a frustrating moment. Pat, I'm going to save you for last. I'll talk about mine. I could talk about how the first year I played Little League, I didn't get a hit for an entire season. All 16 games. Not one single hit. I was awful, terrible, and atrocious. I could talk about that. I could talk about the last time that I played baseball in Babe Ruth when I was a pitcher, and I took one right off the nuts, and I was never the same psychologically, mentally ever since. I took a line drive while pitching because I didn't wear my cup because I hated wearing a cup while pitching, and uh, dropped me to the floor, and I didn't recover ever mentally. Could talk about that. I'm not. I'm going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I could have gone into more detail, Pat. I just. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I'd love for you to go into more detail about you getting hit in the nuts. Please do. Because I think when you hear my disappointing moment, you're going to say that there's nothing that I have that could have ever happened to me that would trump this. In 2000. 
let's see, what is it, 2020? So probably 2015, 14, 2014. Oh, geez. Well, I'm getting old, guys. Let's say 2013. There was a DFS website called Star Street. And Star Street was famous for running a uh, tournament where the winner went to the Playboy Mansion for a finale. And it back mm-hmm. then, in order to get into those tournaments, it was like higher stakes. I think it was like 100 bucks or 500 bucks or something. I think it, I want to say it was like 109 And guys would enter with multiple entries and stuff. And I never tried to enter those because it, if you didn't get first, you won nothing. And so it just, it was for the guys who had the big bankrolls or people who just felt like throwing money away. But they used to have satellite tournaments, just like in poker, where you could enter for a smaller fee. And if you won multiple rounds, you could get there. So I entered one, I think it was like $5. And it pitted me against I don't, 12, 15 teams. It was NBA. I won week one, went on to night two, one night two. Went on to night three. I won night three. I feel it great. Also getting a little bit anxious because now it's like the only thing you could win is to move on. Won again. Moved on. Night four. There's one more. I won again. And when I, this is the best run I've ever, I've never won more than two nights in a row. I've had some good victories. I've never won more than two nights in a row. I go to the final. And again, there's 12 teams. And. I think it was the top one, must have been the top one, goes to the Playboy Mansion to not only spend a weekend at the Playboy Mansion, flown out, all expenses paid, party with all of the, the playmates, but also play for like, at the time, the, like the top prize was like $80,000, which was huge. But now it would be like a million bucks, whatever, right? Because that's how big the industry's got. So I fucking spent hours and hours i'm researching i'm looking for all these angles i know who the popular plays are and i'm pretty much playing because it's only like 12 teams so i'm playing all of them and i pivoted on one player because i was like i know people probably won't play this guy i'm gonna pivot on him i think i feel good about it it was darren williams when he was with the nets i played darren williams because darren williams is a good he was a solid enough player where he could have a big enough night darren williams got hurt oh Oh, no. The rest of my team did well. But he played through it, right? Knowing the stakes? Yeah, knowing Darren Williams, that he was really, he was a real warrior. Uh, Yeah. I I finished in fourth. And mind you, the game started off well. He was playing well in the first quarter. I was tasting it. I was like, I am literally going to do this. Like, I feel like I just won five rounds, and I am here, or four rounds, whatever it was. And I am here for the final round and I feel good. Like I had, I, I was like looking at the owner percentages, like Kevin Durant was widely owned. I had him, uh, might've been KG. I, I, honestly, guys, I can't remember. All I remember is Darren Williams. You're never and forgetting it, Darren Williams. I, I just, I was like, I'm going to get flown out to California. I'm going to go to the Playboy Mansion. Like this is the coolest moment I'll ever have in sports. And I lost. It would have been. When Darren Williams got hurt, I think I was in second place. Like right there too. Like right on the heels of the guy in first. Feeling really good. He got hurt. Crushing. Worst bad beat I've ever had. Just crushing. It's pretty bad. No money. Nope. No plane ticket. Nothing. Yeah, that sucks. And I still can't win. 
I'm still losing. No. That was your that was your one shot. I'll never have it back. Anyway, yeah. Pat, tell me about what happened to you. How much time do we have? <laughs> Keep it there, Keep it short. There are so many things I could think of from a personal standpoint to a not personal standpoint. I, I, I really do. I have so much to choose from. Um, so I'll try to pick something that I feel like hits on multiple levels. And this was... Man, there's just so many. I, I, I can't do like seven things justice, but I was told I have to pick one. So I will go with 2011. It is game 162. Now, mind you, at that time, about five, six weeks ago, going into September, the Red Sox and Braves had two of the top four records in the league. So basically, I don't know what the percentages was, but they were probably 90% plus to make the postseason. And I thought both those teams had really good teams. Uh, I was really excited for the Braves. Young guys, Jason Hayward and uh, Freddie Freeman just came up. They still had uh, my favorite player, Martin Prado. Um, Chipper Jones was on that team and the Red Sox had a really really good team as well and I this was kind of my turning point I still like the Red Sox but I definitely got bitter with the way they treated Francona and this was Francona's last year I believe it was Mm. so unfortunately both of those teams were having epic collapses in September where it just like everything and again mathematically it's like well the only way this could happen is the red sox and and braves lose all their games and then this team win all their games so wouldn't you know we go to game 162 red sox and braves all they have to do is win their games and if they win their games then they're still going to playoffs they had solid teams you kind of hope at that point all this bad luck goes away you can kind of revert to the regular season I mean, you can kind of just postseason's a new season. Hopefully, they ha- they were both talented. And within a matter of hours, both of those teams went from a month ago being 90-plus percent to the playoffs to both being eliminated in pretty heartbreaking fashion. The Braves lost on a bloop hit in the 10th. The Red Sox, they lost their game, and the Rays had to win. And the Rays came back from a deficit. And then like five minutes after the Red Sox lost to the Orioles, the Rays, Evan Longoria hit a home run. Just an awful, awful day. And just like that, the season ended. And I thought two teams that both had a chance to go far into the World Series and really looked going into that last month like a powerhouse were out of the playoffs in a blink of an eye. So as great as it was for baseball, and baseball loved it, and that's the next year they did the one-game wild card, which could easily make my list the next year because they loved how game 162 went. It was heartbreak on top of heartbreak for me. But they had a good young team, Pat. Yeah. Potential. Then they got the Upton brothers. I thought that would have worked out. Remember when we thought B.J. Upton would do something? Yeah, I do. Oh. No, this is the year. No, 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 this is the year. (laughs) I remember I wanted badly for the Braves to get Dexter Fowler and Justin Upton. 
And Justin Upton hurt because I love Justin Upton, but they traded Prado. But I, I got it, right? You have to give something and get something. And quite honestly, Prado did not have the upside that Upton did. And then Dexter Fowler goes wherever, maybe the Cubs. Mm. But then they got BJ Upton. And I didn't even think that was, I was right. Again, you're talking the upside of those guys. And mm -hmm. they did have a game where Justin Upton or B, one of them hit the tying. It was, it was pretty cool. One of them hit the tying home run in the ninth and the other one hit a walk-off home run. And that was like the highlight of the Upton days. Yeah. I used to like watching BJ Upton hit a home run because all he wanted to do was hit home runs. Yes. And that was mm -hmm. his downfall. The guy had – he was so fast. He was – I mean, he's just a great all-around athlete, great player. But yep, he just really cool. wanted to hit – and I can respect that. Like, all I want to do is hit dongs too. But it's just, you know, some you can't always hit dongs. No. Not even Barry Bonds could always hit dongs. No. Just couldn't do he it. He made it close, so. though. He, he yeah. came real close. Yeah, he did. He came he real close. Oh, that sucks, Pat. Yeah. Sorry for your uh, me, loss. I have, I have 10 more. <laughs> I'm, I know you do. Being a Braves fan certainly comes with its yeah. baggage. Being a Braves <laughs> fan, yeah. And even as, as we're spoiled Patriot fans, there's a couple that still sting. And I think Game 7, Celtics-Lakers, definitely hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I, I have championship stories of not winning in... Babe Ruth in the league as well. Not ever take one in the balls either. <laughs> Thank you. Or take one. In, take one in the balls. Let me write that down. You didn't take one in the balls. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I not don't recommend plate, it. But it's not great. You don't. It's not. It's not something you want. I did. I'll tell Tyler. No, he already knows. Uh, He's smart. Okay. Uh, it is funny that you mentioned the Patriots because I think it's a great segue into the you know the main part of our show here. So I think I'm going to kick it off and I want to talk about football again because it's football season and that's really all they want to talk about. And I know Pat will talk about baseball and still baseball. Pepe season. will talk about something obscure. So I think that we have all of our bases covered. I just want to throw a couple things at you guys and not to go too deep on stats, but I just want to Nate, I just want to rattle off two players and their stats for you. The first one has thrown so far this year in seven games for 1,910 yards, 18 touchdowns, good for second among quarterbacks, and four interceptions and a QBR 71.3. And behind door number two, QB2 has thrown 969 yards, two total touchdowns, good for 31st among quarterbacks, seven interceptions, and a 42.5 QBR. Mm -hmm. I would ask you if you know who those two guys are, but I told you before the show, so I'll just tell you anyway. It's Tom Brady was number one, the first guy, and, and Cam Newton. What, what? Jared Stidham. Cam Newton. I think it's now it's now is the time. I remember at the beginning of this season, I said I was um, I was so big on Cam, high on Cam, and I said, well, let's see what both of them do come midseason. We're not quite at midseason. One more game. One more game, we're midseason. But Cam has looked downright awful the last couple games, and the Bucks. The Bucks from top to bottom are phenomenal. Their O-line is elite. Their defense is borderline elite. They have a, an incredible receiving trio of Gronk, who's come alive in the past two games, Mike Evans, who is six foot five and is an incredible deep ball threat, 
Godwin, who they just lost to a broken finger, which kind of sucks. And they just signed Antonio Brown. Did I mention they have a freaking phenomenal offensive line? And Tom Brady has an 18-4 to touchdown interception ratio and is second among all quarterbacks for touchdowns thrown. And they lost O.J. Howard, but even still, they have Cameron Brate as a backup tight end. Yeah. Who the Patriots would start any three of those. They'd start O.J. Howard, who's injured over their tight ends. And you can say what you want about (laughs) Fournette as a runner because he's not great. He's a big body, and his average yards per carry is not great. But that guy can catch passes, and he can can turn it into good runs. That's actually more his bread and butter than it is just running between the tackles. He's not great between the tackles. He is always had a low yards per carry but he could catch the ball and run with it he had seven caught passes this past game and on and had uh 11 carries and he's looking like the best back in that backfield right now so so tampa is what patriot fans were screaming for the last 10 years and in some ways you can't argue because the patriots had a ton of success and sustained it but in other ways, I think towards the end, right, we I, we were really all screaming it. And, and, and Tampa might only have a two, three-year window. But what they right. did is they had a really good defense, right? No one's – not a lot of people noticed that because when Jameis Winston's throwing pick after pick after pick, right, you, you don't necessarily notice it. You might even look at the score and well, be like, Well, because you're oh, putting put a up... ton of pressure on the defense. Yeah. yeah. They're and, constantly oh, they... on the field. Yeah. They scored 35, but one was a pick six, and two of them, <laughs> they were in the red zone by the time they even exactly. took the field. Yeah, and then they were gassed because, yeah. So uh, so the defense was good, and what the Bucks said, and they had some good skill players too. And what the Bucks said is, we are just going to, we're going to get Tom Brady, and then we're going to load up on offense the next couple of years. They drafted a, a tackle who I thought was the best, ta- uh, second best tackle in the draft. They brought Gronk back out, Gronk back out of retirement. They already had the wide receivers. They're signing Fournette. They're signing McCoy. And then, you know what? Uh, we don't have enough. Let's just get Antonio Brown. <laughs> and we're like, fine with abuse. We're fine with it. Yeah, he can totally catch me. passes. He's a giant piece of shit. Yes. But he'll catch passes. Yes. And and Tom Brady looks younger. Like, how yeah. does he look younger than he did five years ago? I don't – it's so weird. But he looks damn good, man. And, you know, they're, they're, he had he's had two pick sixes this year. And then he had the fourth down screw-up, uh, which which social media lit him up for. And here he as, is. As they should have. As you should have, absolutely. And, and quite honestly, like, uh, again, Tom Brady is – in my opinion, the greatest quarterback of all time. But, like, Tom Brady would have ripped someone for doing that. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. knowing the downs. So, like, that was definitely a blunder on him. And He's getting not, old. I mean, you lose, yeah, you start uh, yeah. to lose your memory. Things start to go. <laughs> yeah, apparently. He like, looks phenomenal. It, Do you know yeah. he is tied, or he's in the top two for uh, passes thrown over 18 yards? I, yeah, I saw that stat. So anything that you anything you want to say about him not throwing deeper? I mean, he's throwing yeah. some lasers. He looks phenomenal. The last he, two games, he's looked fantastic. He single handedly won me in uh, fantasy game yesterday, uh, last this week. He did that weekend. for a lot of people, man. He threw yeah, almost four hundred. He had four touchdowns, no yeah. interceptions. I only won by five points, and he scored forty four. So seventy three percent completion percentage. That'll do. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not bad. And then there's and then there's but but who dresses better, him or Cam? Who dresses better? Oh, Cam dresses way better. Here's the thing about Cam, and and this this can happen. So and this is just my my take on this. So here he is in a prove it year. Nobody else wanted him. The guy is a former MVP. He's 31 years old. He's still a beast of a person physically, and his arm has looked pretty good. His receiving core is patched together with duct tape and q-tips like he's just they're just like a bunch of like edelman is dust i love him he can he still has amazing hands but he has no yards after catch capabilities anymore he's just beat and then after demir bird uh, you have no tight ends you don't you have you still have james white but like they don't have offensive weapon they can't stretch the field they don't have yeah, I forgot to tell you guys, I might not make next week's episode. I uh, I have a tryout tomorrow for uh, wide receiver <laughs> for the Patriots. So Good for you. You I, are I feel, a tick faster. I feel pretty good. I, 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 I've yeah. seen Akil Harry, who I was very high on, and I'm, I'm starting to finally jump off that bandwagon. Can so we I... t- Thank you for bringing Akil Harry up, who uh-huh. was drafted, I think, 15, 20 picks before DK Metcalf. Yes. Well, I don't know if you watched the greatest athletic feat of this year the other day, but when DK Metcalf ran down what should have been a pick six. It, what was weird, too, is Metcalf actually in a lot of drafts was ranked higher, a lot of projected ones. And, and I see where Nikhil Harry could be appealing, but and look at that draft, too. There was You had A.J. Brown, too. They drafted him before A.J. Brown. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, like... Yeah. Who There's needs more. speed in the modern day NFL when you can have a slug like Nikhil Harry? <laughs> right? Like, well, 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 who you, needs you know separation? And quite <laughs> honestly, that's fine. But you need elite hands then. If you, you have need elite, size and elite you, hands, you need elite hands. And that's the problem. Is you he, need to be able to go I, up and get it. Yep. And then he, you also is, still need a field stretcher to complement him. Yes. You need a Will Fuller or something like that, a guy who really can stretch the field and catch a deep Pat ball. Cullen. Or yeah. Or Pat Don't Cullen. discount Pat Cullen. I'm ready. You lost that weight, man. Make I know sure you're feeling great. You came yeah. off the softball season. You're not ready to pack it in for the year. I think you have a shot. No. I, th- I think I do, too. I've, I've watched the Patriots. I, I shouldn't say I think. I know I have a shot. I think there's a couple teams you can make. I'd be lying if I didn't say that, that I wasn't crazy. checking NFL trade rumors.co five times a day just to see if any name pops up. I know Will Fuller's out there because the Texans are looking to move him. It, maybe, it, could, maybe. Go both, it could go both ways, though. Or they could just clean house. Because I've seen Stephon Gilmore trade rumors. Stephen Gilmore is a tick slower this year. But that would probably get you a pretty nice haul. So trade him while his value is still incredibly high and a cornerback is really valuable in this market. Yes, exactly. As a Patriots fan, I didn't think I'd ever say this in week eight, but it is a must-win game. If we could just talk about this without Pepe constantly interrupting us, I think that would make the show go a little bit smoother. Agreed. Here's the thing: is your guys' eyes when you talk about this? I've never seen two two men talk to each other about something like this without with the the amount of passion that you guys are talking about. I don't want to ruin it. It's just it's interesting to watch. If you want passion, then let's just talk about all my misery in sports. 
<laughs> you guys can just take a break, put the mute button on. We'll just do you know, one I show. Like we're just going to do a top well. 10 Pat's worst moments in uh, being a sports fan. Top 10. You know what? If we don't have a show, I'm, I can do that. I would pretty, be happy uh, to sit easy. there and just make fun of you for the whole thing. I think I'd be I, okay with that. Yeah, it's going to happen anyways. So. I would never make fun of Pat. Never. I'm too good of a friend. Yeah, that'll be number eight on the list. Yeah, I could definitely see... <laughs> the day you met me. Yeah. I could see Edelman getting traded to a team that already has... You know, it's just looking Tampa? for, like, one more playmaker. Tampa? Tampa? Yeah. I, thought, I saw somebody float out there, the Packers. I could see that. I know, a possession-type receiver. That, that actually team. would make a ton of sense. Uh, that was a smart... I'd love to give that person credit, but I don't really do that. So uh, I'll just take credit for it. <laughs> Unless it's Uber Facts. Unless it's Uber Facts, because i got to give Uber Facts credit. They're the best. Uh, I, you know, Cam is, they're probably just stuck with Cam and that's fine. They didn't, it's not like they paid him a lot and I'm disappointed. I really, I was really big fan of him. I'm a big fan of his game and he looked really good early on and it's early, but he's looked pretty bad. And it's, it's not like he's surrounded by a ton of talent where he can just turn, turn it around. So I think that Patriots fans need to accept that the team's not good at first. They thought it would be, but it's time. It's time to admit they're not good and uh, move on. Let's maybe uh, maybe there's a good draft pick out there they can get. I don't know. These teams have drafted Mitch Trubisky over Pat Mahomes, so that yeah. that's always a possibility next year. Well, and I, I think next year actually the draft will be extremely interesting because there are players that opted out this year. Mm. so it could go either way right you could i think next year's draft more than ever a guy who is really good could fall because he didn't play and we might be saying oh remember when you drafted Nikhil harry and there was like eight better wide receivers it might happen again i think the chances of it happening next year are very good next draft can somebody just besides belichick be in charge of drafting receivers in the draft now it's like belichick <laughs> you can draft all positions unless you want to draft a receiver a cornerback because even though they have good cornerbacks now he's notoriously been not good at drafting cornerbacks and a running back lawrence maroney i know first round sony michelle bad knees first round uh, sony michelle yeah james one white. good season james white james, james white. white everybody has outliers man Okay, fair enough. As long as you say that. Oh no, um, I love and, James White. I will and, not. And have... and kickers. Yeah. So he can draft offensive linemen we... and defensive backs. Yes. Done. Uh, no, I don't think he drafts defensive backs. Oh no, just linebackers and linemen. D line. D line. Linemen. You know what, Belichick? Just don't draft in, in, anymore. In six round quarterbacks. Just have somebody draft, and you take the players and make them better. Yeah, draft a six-round quarterback, too. Maybe Please. you call Tom Brady and ask him who you should draft. Tom, what do you think? Which brings the question, does Bill need Tom? Ooh. I think it's too soon to tell. I, I think agree. we we want to tear that one down. We really want to rip into that one. But it's way too soon to tell. Way too soon. But obviously, Tom saw what the fuck he was going to be handed this year, and he said, no, thank you. 43, dude. I'm out. And he went... He went over to Tampa and he's got a God, he's got a loaded team. Good for him. Good for him. If he makes it to the playoffs, man, well they will. I'll be rooting for him. Why not? Yeah. So well, Patriots won't be there, so 
right. It's finally I, good to see something good go to Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Finally. I was just worried that, you know, he's just... Guy he's, always gets the luck, short end of you know, the stick. Never just comes around. Short end yeah. of the stick for that guy. Look who he's married to. Yuck. Ugh. Oh, hideous. Just, I mean, it's just like one of the most famous supermodels in history of the world, so... It's fine. They're fine. Good for them. Enjoy your salmon, Tom. But he's avocado ice cream. And salmon. He loves salmon. He probably has salmon ice cream. They probably have that. Salmon flavored water. That's what's in his water jug. Salmon. Just liquid salmon. (laughs) Is it mushed up salmon? Is it like blended salmon? Do you inject salmon? When you you put the fruit in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, He makes a salmon smoothie every morning. Make salmon smoothie. Oh, wow, that sounds horrifying. Ugh, everything sounds terrible. Yes, Ugh. Goes to bed at eight. Jesus. Wakes up. Feels great. Like who wants to feel great? I wanna I wanna drink too much and then wake up feeling terrible, which leads to Yeah. A poor day at work and depression. Like that's what I want. That's the it's the real reason. It's the real reason he's not on this podcast, because he's been sleeping for an hour and seventeen minutes. That's one of the reasons, yeah. That's the main reason. Can't get him on yeah. here. It's got to be why. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, all right. Anyway, Tom, we miss you. But I don't blame yeah, you do. at all. No. All right, moving on. Pepe, I heard you had something of a... Yeah. Go yeah. for it. Just take Just to it. break it up a little bit. Take it. Yeah, because the two of you, you know, are going to you know talk about sports that you guys know a lot about. I'm not that smart, so I figured I would come up with something that's gonna. Correct. We'll 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 try to uh, get get a little bit of a conversation going. So, do either of you know who Chuck Klosterman is? Negative. No. No. So he's a, he's an author. He's a writer, and uh, he came up with a thing called hypotheticals. Dave and I did one of these before. The one where Shaq was in your shower. You know I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. These are fun. All right. So this is a different one. It's it's completely different, but uh, it's just to try to see what you guys think about it. So. All right, it's called Super Gorilla. So genetic engineers at John Hopkins University announced that they've developed a so-called Super Gorilla. Though the animal cannot speak, it has sign language lexicon of up to two, or 12,000 words and an IQ of 85. And most notably, a vague sense of self-awareness. Oddly, the creature who weighs up to 700 pounds becomes fascinated by football. The gorilla aspires to play uh, play the game at the highest level and quickly develops the rudimentary skills of a defensive end. ESPN analyst Tom Jackson, Tom Jackson speculates that this that this gorilla would be borderline unblockable, and would likely average six sacks per game. Although Jackson concedes that he that the beast might be susceptible to counters and misdirection plays. Meanwhile, the gorilla has made it clear that he would never intentionally injure any opponent. So my question for you is, you're the commissioner of the NFL. Would you allow the gorilla to sign with the New York Jets or any other team? But mainly Jets because they suck. I mean, no. It wouldn't even the playing field. I mean, maybe the Jets throw him a bone, but fuck them. They're the ones who choose to hang on to Adam Gacy. Like, that's their choice. They deserve everything they get. Everybody you, that leaves the Jets. Are you certain with that? I, I've 
I would not be surprised if he has pictures. What? Oh, he definitely has pictures. Has oh. pictures, right? Self-incriminating or oh, he's got something. The Absolutely, something. he's got something. Right. Uh, like, I wanna... that can't that can't actually be by choice, right? No, there's I there's no way they're hanging on to him with uh, without him having something something you, against him. You know what's always a good plan when Miami sucks and you go, hey, let's take their scrappy. Yeah. I want I want whatever guy drove them into the ground. Can we have yeah. him leading our team? <laughs> so Gorilla, I mean, it would be cool, but no, you you can't. Uh, He's seven hundred he pounds. He's a gorilla, dude. He'll rip arms off of people. Don't fat shame the gorilla, David. No, that's muscle man. He is a well built gorilla. That's what I'm saying. Can't do it. No. Okay, I, I, I guess my question is, is he a citizen? Does he pay his taxes? Does he? Did he go to school? He's definitely a citizen. Because Unless obviously, born in this country. So does he vote blue or red? That's important. Independent. Oh, oh, he's, so oh, he's a, okay. so he's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. I really like how Pat's stuck on this one. I know. Well, because of one point, if, I mean, one, Tom Jackson's an idiot. I hate Tom Jackson. Yeah. Two, honestly, if he's a 700-pound gorilla, I think Six Sacks might be underplaying it. Like Nobody's guy, stopping him on any play. League, though. You'd have to triple so team what? him. But first he has one mission. Gorilla, get the guy with the ball. It, it's, it's literally right tackle, right guard, double team him, and then fullback, running back, chip him. Or tight end ship him. You like, got a yeah, team. You, it, yeah, it is a triple team. So even if you contain him, it's just going to leave so many more holes. Although, so think it's about this. Elementary skills. So though. the Jets would still only be like ten point underdogs. See, because even if you like, True. if you like chop blocked him, I mean, because he's got little legs, right? Because he's a gorilla. He's got those gigantic arms. Like it doesn't even matter. He's just going to catch himself with the arms fling whoever's there aside mm. i mean i've seen 350 pound linemen throw 350 pound linemen a 700 pound so, gorilla is just gonna swipe them to the side but that's my other problem so then you don't let him in because he would just be that good yeah like what if there was a 700 pound jacked man or barry bonds or barry bonds 700 right? pound jacked man is not gonna have the athletic capabilities of a gorilla how do you because know? of the way their body types is. <laughs> okay. So your body type discriminating now? Oh my well, god. Well, Dave, I thought you were above that. I I didn't think you were above that. <laughs> I I'm I'm gonna say let the gorilla play. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Let the, if let the he play. was if he was on the Patriots, yes, let him play. Oh God, can he play quarterback? Or can he just play? He's the best player. Can he play got. receiver? Imagine if you. Yeah. Or running back. Give him the running ball and let, them, the way let him go. fucking yeah. run. Yeah. Nobody's or, stopping Or that. actually, you know what? Even offensive linemen. Just put him on the field. Because even Lawrence Maroney could probably hit a couple of the holes that the gorilla made. Dude, you Maybe. Just, just hand him the ball and say, <laughs> go that way. Yeah. Who's taking him down? Maybe. Maybe. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. That yeah. was it. Thank you. Maybe Aaron Donald will take him down. I think if you don't let the gorilla play, then you can't let Aaron Donald play. Just monsters. Just oh, is this monsters. is this code? Is this code for Aaron Donald? Are we actually talking about Aaron Donald? Might as well. Is that the trick here? <laughs> oh, You've cracked the code. Crack the code. 
I don't know. I, I, if he's on the Patriots, I'm biased. So yes, he can play. If not, no, he can't. We play. can make it the Patriots. We'll say it's the Patriots. All right, he's in. Yep, done. Suit him up. Next, give him the Next number question. twelve. Oh God! <laughs> oh, uh, suck I it, love Brady. that idea. I could sell yeah. those reusable bags. I, I love, I love how you just <laughs> glowed about Brady for twelve minutes, and then yeah, like, I'm a classic just Patriots fan. Suck it and gave up his number. <laughs> classic. He got you six rings. Classic New England fan. Yeah, that's Apparently. what we do. I'm on to the next guy. Cam's dead to me. Get him out of here. Let's get somebody with some. Can throw the ball. Anyway, Pat. Talk about baseball. Baseball has been not really very good to me, actually. But I'm feeling a little better. So the World Series is a thing. Uh, first time in a long time that the top two seeds uh, have made it to the World Series. The Dodgers are currently playing in a potential clinching game six. Um, it's been pretty good, I would say. It's been exciting. Uh, yeah, there's definitely been excitement. Uh, I'll recap the games real quick. The but I, definitely, I think it it's been uh, Dodgers are leading. They're definitely doing a lot better than the Rays. The Rays pitching has not came up nearly as big as I think people were hoping. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when it's that's the case, the Dodgers definitely have the upper hand. And the Dodgers do a really good job of just grinding and grinding at bats. So even if they don't get a hit or a walk, they've seen a bunch of pitches. They make the pitcher work. So whether the next at bat for that player or the next at bat because the guy's tired, they, they're they a very good ball club. And they do that very well. In a time where you got the three... I'd be, I'd be more pissed if I didn't know it was coming. I knew it was coming. But anyway. One more time for old times' sake. Cody right. Bellinger did hit a home run in uh, game one. He did. Yep. I, don't, I think that's all he's done. But Cody Bellinger was the DH in game four, so we'll get to that in a second. So game one, Kershaw wins. He pitched awesome. Six mm-hmm. innings, two hits, eight Ks. They won 8-3, to three, honestly, not even that close of a game. And it was kind of nice to see Kershaw Absolutely. pitch the way... Right, I think that's a silver lining in this, that if, if the Dodgers win the World Series, that's it's a good thing for Kershaw to solidify his Hall of Fame right as one of the great... He's, he really is, especially of our generation, one of the greatest pitchers. Absolutely. And as much as he's gotten some postseason grief, this will kind of be nice. Tyler Glass now has not looked as good. No, Tyler Glassell no. has not looked good. He is he yeah he is an analytics darling, but quite honestly, the entire postseason, he he's is really a, pretty too. Don't and, forget and that piece. People people love him. Yes, and, and granted, the Pirates are still crying today, but Tyler Glassnow is a lot of strikeouts, a lot of walks, and he gives up a couple hits. And those walks really hurt him. Yeah, he's got to he's got to be more accurate if he really yeah. wants to take the next step. Yep, he needs just to turn a couple of those walks into outs. And... I should be a pitching coach. Yeah, why, why are you done that? that? Take uh, my talents to Major League Baseball. Yeah, Mookie did Mookie things in Game One: two hits with a home run, two stolen bases, great slide at home for uh, fielder's choice. Right, he uh, has not shown up. 
He's shown up in the playoffs doing a little bit of everything, base running, fielding against the Braves. Um, he hasn't been a huge – he's no Randy Rosarena. Rosarena. But he's he really – He's got a dog playoffs. tonight. It's one nothing Tampa Bay because of a Rosarena. Dave, I'm on game one. Oh. <laughs> Stay with us, David. Okay. Are, Let me know you, when are you're you, up to – Are you done now? Yes. Are you done? Yes. Thank you. Do you have anything to play? You want to play Cody Bellinger hanging another fucking home run? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, All right. But anyway, game two. Game two, the Rays won. That was nice. Definitely the Blake Snell versus uh, Goslin is a va- big advantage Rays. Mm-hmm. And really, when Goslin comes in, just like in game six, which we will get to at some point if Dave doesn't want to just keep going, and it, it's a bullpen game for the Dodgers. Dodgers have a lot of talent, but uh, bullpen games for them are... Do they, though? Do they? Yes, yes, they do. I mean, like, define talent. Are you talking, like, Um, generational players that they have, like, three of? Yeah. Yes, those. That the Red Sox used to have? Blake Snell has six Ks tonight. (laughs) Like Joe Kelly? I know. Snell's looking really good. And this is what they need. I played zero pitchers in my DFS lineup. I just was hoping for an offensive explosion. I still am probably yeah, kind of yeah. Done with snow on the mound but uh well there's still time yeah. guys are still time. Yeah, it's only the is. fourth it's only the fourth yep. and as I, we've talked about i have a great track record with dfs so i'm yeah. probably got the right team yeah anyway pat talk about um yep so game two tampa one six four which was nice because after game one i, I was honestly afraid of like a four or five game series seager hit a home run which Corey Seager has been the NL version of Randy Rosarena. He's been and awesome. Yeah, he's hit eight home runs, which tied the record, except we'll get to that in a second. Brandon Lau, who has not been good this playoffs after having a really good regular season, hit two home runs. So and that was big. They won 6-4. The other thing uh, for baseball nerds out there like myself, Umpire Scorecard is an awesome follow on Twitter. And there was some talk that Todd Titchener, who was the home plate umpire for game two, was one of the worst umpires that they could have picked for the World Series. And that held very true as he had an accuracy rating of 89%. Oh my your, God. Your average umpire scores a 94. So Ow. what the hell, MLB? Pat, I will say the are, rest they gonna, the- are they calling you? I feel like they're going to pick up the phone. I think this is your, this is your move. Uh, they might as well. I could do better than eighty. And you're gonna be like, sorry guys, but I got to try out for the Patriots as a wide yeah. receiver. I can't is, up the World this, Series. It, it's I would be available for tomorrow game seven because I could probably go to the uh, tryout because the tryout's earlier in the morning, and then if they want to fly me out there, I could ump game seven. Seven, mm-hmm. and I'm fairly confident I could do better than eighty nine percent, just by guessing. All right, if you're listening, MLB, we have your umpire. For the World Series. And, and, and we know again, you are. And, and again. And we know I, you are. I will come back to the fact that I was wrong. And we need robot umpires. Hang on one second. Can you just say that say that into the uh, microphone? How do I yeah, see, I don't have a problem. I, I was wrong. We need Thank robot umpires. So Maybe I'll start the show with so that much. right there. Just... <laughs> Game I now three. Have a new, I have a new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, game, game three was... Walker Bueller, and he has looked really good. He, in the beginning of the playoffs, was 
four to five innings with a lot of walks, a lot of Ks, that's only so good because, again, you're you're kind of taxing your bullpen. And basically, since game six of the NLCS, he has decided to be a lot better. So he has just not been walking people. He's walking four, five, six batters. He went six innings, only gave up three hits, one home run, and 10 Ks in a walk, and only one walk. That one home run was a Rosarena's ninth home run in the postseason, which is a postseason record until Tonight. today when he hit his tenth. Hold it, Pat. We're not there yet. That's a good point, Dave. I we're just apologize. stick to that's that's on me. Out that's seven me. of game three. So on, so on. So out so seven of out seven of game three was a sacrifice bunt by Austin Barnes. Ugh. And then later, he ended up hitting a home run, being one of only two players in World Series history to ever have a sack bunt and a home run in Listen, the same Listen, pal, game. I'm the fun fact guy. Only the fun facts flow yeah, through me. I was going to say, what are you, Uber Get facts fuck. over Get here? the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> what the hell is this? Jesus um, Christ. So Pat just your, wants everybody's job. Fun fact. He's going to be a world wide receiver. He's going to be an umpire. He's going to be the host of this yeah. goddamn show. Umpire. Just give me Don't worry, Pat, yeah. all the time. You, you, you have time. That's third on my list. So Pat, you there's have not enough testicle talk in your facts. You're, you know what? That. That's a good point. I took a break That's from a testicles this week. Yeah. Mostly just because there wasn't any testicle facts to be had. But I'll Believe come me, back. Dave looked. I'll there's come back strong, guys. There's always testicle facts, David. <laughs> there, you know what? Um, You're not wrong. So then, game four was the game. And if, if the Rays end up pulling this off, game four will go down to Dodgers fans as one of the worst games that they've ever seen. So uh, back and forth game, it, it was basically more, it was kind of a bolt. Well, I guess Urias started for uh, the mm-hmm. Dodgers, but they he didn't make five. And then Yarbrough started, and that is more of the Tampa Bay's bullpen game, although he did go into the fourth. A Rosarena, actually, so I apologize. A Rosarena hit his ninth home run this game. Eighth was the last game. And, Can I ask uh, you because you know these things? Was a Rosarena supposed to be really good? No. Well, well, I, I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, I, I actually do Jesus, have. Yeah, sorry. Jesus, David, just let the let... man talk. No, 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 no. Very good question, Dave. Very good Thanks, question. Pat. But Thanks. I, like I, I was going like to get to that. Good questions. Students, As the can host. we just leave our questions to the end of the lesson? <laughs> Kiermeyer has surprisingly been very hot. He had his second home run in the World Darn Series as well. Is. He's been doing really well. I played him as the captain on my team. Uh, that that day? No, today. Oh, okay. That was a bad. Pick. So he would hit a, hit a home run today. I also yeah. have Corey Seager who just struck out to Blake Snell. But go on. Yes, nasty curveball. Seager and Turner, though, in Game Four, both went four for five with a home run. Seager hit his eighth, which would if Rosarena didn't have the year he had, or the postseason he had, would have tied the home run record in the playoff in postseason history. But it was bottom of the ninth, Dodgers up 7-6, and Kenley Jansen, who has been shaky, is closing out the game. A 1-2 count in, of all people, uh, Phillips. I'm drawing a blank on his Brett Phillips. Yeah. He was a Kansas City prospect that didn't really pan out. In his more, he came in as a pinch runner and is more a defensive replacement. Hits a bloop single behind second base. Chris Taylor, not A.J. Pollock, who started the game in center, or Corey Bellinger, who was the D.H. I think it's the first time he's D.H. in the postseason, was in center. Yeah. 
bobbled the ball, trying to throw the runner out at home. So then he scored. They wave a Rosarena home. It's going to be close play. I think he's going to be out. Then a Rosarena trips. Oh, shit. He's going to be out. Going in the extra. Oh, no, wait. Austin Barnes tries to do a swipe tag. Ball gets away. A Rosarena scores. Walk off winner. And the Texas fans go wild. They were. And I'm sorry, but all I can think of is how did the Dodgers play so flawless in game five, six, and seven? And you couldn't do that one time against the Braves. I could have been. Right now, I would not be on this podcast because I would be hopefully pouring champagne, getting ready for the Braves to clinch game six of the World Series. Instead, I'm talking about how the Dodgers choked, which made me slightly happy. But, um, yeah, it's just it, that is such an un-Dodger thing to do, too. Yeah. And that is one of those that's one of those moments that you kind of say, okay, this is where the series can turn. With that being said, Kershaw went out, did Kershaw things again, five and two-thirds, did give up two runs, but still looked very good. Mm-hmm. They won four to two, glass now again not looking great yeah again he right you, you watch him and, and he just overmatches batters but then can i ask walks. you a question yes does anybody pimp a home run better than max muncie i ha- wait did Do you not get run? there yet i'm sorry did i did i throw you no, off no um max muncie pimps home runs like a like a real he champ. does but they're they're a lot that bellinger that... one was pretty good that uh in the last series <laughs> no this is this is it. great because i haven't watched a game I, yet so i'm getting i don't see what's funny <laughs> um i mean i love acuna pimping home runs oh yeah he's good tatis also does a really tatis good job is very good and, and, and i will say the godfather is still joey bats hell yes right that's the greatest Remember. bat flip of all time yeah um, so, so there are good ones, and, and, and granted, it, it's I, it's becoming more into the game, which so I I think it's the best is yet to come. So that's good, unless it's the Dodgers. If if Trevor Bauer was able to hit, and he hit a dong. How much do you think he would pimp that? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I I love Snell like, struck out the side. Yeah. Glad I, I played him at captain. Oh wait, no, huh. I didn't. I like the Ozuna selfies too. That was kind of cool. Yes. Going around the base baths. Yeah. Now that I've completely derailed you. Yeah, that's okay. So um, Dodgers won. They're up 3-2. Going back to Texas with the Dodgers being the home team now. Nothing changes except the locker rooms. They could clinch tonight, but as Dave ruined my whole segment, uh, Tampa is up one to nothing. As, <laughs> surprise, uh, surprise. Uh, <laughs> as it's ruined my entire life. But Blake Snell, this, this will now be top 10 in the uh, sports year from misery. Now when we yep. do it. Yeah. A Rosarena has hit his 10th home run. Dong. So Rosarena has now t- two. So w- one thing, because I know Say there dong. are going to be people, hit, hit his 10th dong. Thank you. He loves all the dongs. All the dongs. He, so, so people are going to say, well, you know, he had 10 home runs, but they added a new, they added another layer to the playoffs. He did not hit a home run. In the first two games. So stop with that argument. Anyone who's going to try and make that. Yeah. Um, any he, of you people out there. Stop he, that yeah, argument. Stop it. Pat is saying stop he it. He did hit his. Actually, I, I forgot to mention in game five, he had his 13th postseason RBI, which is also a record. 
um, in the postseason. He did have one in the first two games, but then he also hit a home run today. So he has his 14th. And if dong. you take the one out of the first two, when he is 10th dong, that still would have been 13 RBIs if you take out the wild card series. So, Arosa Reina, in 42 games, he only played uh, 23 games in the regular season, has hit 17 dongs. Um, he, dong master. I re- I remember him. He was brought in. He did make the Cardinals postseason roster. Don't want to talk about that last year. <laughs> and he was, but he was literally a pinch runner, defensive replacement guy. I remember he got into a game against the Braves and he did have a stolen base against the Nationals. But he was, he was just more of a guy that he was not a top like he he was a prospect for the on fan graphs his raw power grades at a 45 which yeah. is not high yep. no no he's not supposed to be this guy I, I mean right 17 home runs in 42 games is ridiculous it's like um, it's like he found something to help him or maybe he went to driveline and helped oh, the swing it's launch angle it's launch yeah, angle exactly it Let's doesn't be. have to be that it's probably that. It doesn't have to be that, but it probably is. But I and I I might have even used an uh him not him but someone in that trade as the X factor. I I might have had I I don't remember if I had Jose Martinez because I really liked that trade for Tampa at the time because it was Jose Martinez, Randy Rosarena, and a comp A pick which turned into thirty seventh overall. For Matt Libitor, who is still a very good pitching prospect and some catching prospect in the 63rd pick. And I really like that trade for Tampa because I just assumed that Jose Martinez would come in and they would use him perfectly. And he would, because that's what Tampa does. Tampa ends up trading him in a shortened season to the Cubs. And I think he went in the Cubs and didn't even record a hit or like mm. went like some ridiculous amount of plate appearances then got sent down and randy rosarena is clearly i mean even if he ends up doing nothing for the rest of his career and that's another thing where do you draft that guy in fantasy rosarena i've already thought about it first i I have no idea first overall don't hesitate do you live free and i would hesitate i love and i I, like him i hope because i had the second pick i hope the first person takes him I, I don't because I don't want to even have to think about it because yeah. I take Lucas Giolito, but um, I don't, I don't know what to think. I don't know. Um, but he, yeah, I'm he has just been nuts. Serious, and, of course. I mean, and I, I love I, big dogs as much as anybody. I've heard that about you. Yeah. Especially you in large runs in large numbers too. <laughs> big um, big dogs in large numbers when you don't expect them. That is a Rosarina to a T right there. Surprise, big meaty dongs. Dave's always uh, like that. Yeah. This is I don't a, know. Surprise me with some that. big dongs. Thank you, Rosarina. <laughs> yeah, he he has been absolutely. Re- and quite honestly, Tampa's offense, as much as they've been able to manufacture runs throughout the year, they have gone pretty cold, even really in the playoffs. Because even against Houston, being up three nothing, they could yeah. not do anything. And really, Rosarena has absolutely carried that team, um, which is it, it's an awesome story. And I, I really, truly feel bad for the Cardinals. <laughs> 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 Fuck 
them. Never, you um, know, this is why I don't like Peppy and Happy. Definitely not. not definitely right no there. Cardinals fans. Uh, this show, Joker. Yeah. Look good. Wow. So have wow. fun with Tyler O'Neill and all Dylan Carson. I mean, which they still could turn out. But anyway, yeah, no, it's just been it's been it, that's been a cool storyline as uh, G-Man Choi steps to the plate and pops um, out. The pitch. He's gonna he's gonna pop out. Yeah, to yeah, Justin apparently. Turner. It's just a guess, though. I'm, I'm, but listen. <laughs> apparently, I'm on a delay. Folks aren't listening to oh, this show to hear out. about what happened in the game three days ago when they finally hear this. So, well, so as, it, we as will, it happens. No, they want play-by-play. Don't worry. As, as on the next, next show, week. Pat will break it down. Yep. The winner. Talk yep. it through. Who's it going to yep. be? Who's winning this? As the runner of Zarena steps up to the plate, I'm saying Tampa wins game six. I'm saying... Unfortunately, Walker Bueller does Walker Bueller things, and uh, the Dodgers win Game Seven. I'm going to take Tampa in seven because I can't take Tampa in six, so I'll take Tampa in seven. (laughs) No, 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 you cannot. Well, I'll take the Dodgers tonight, though. Wow! All right, all right. So we're all one of us is going to win. This is great. It's like you're rock on paper and Pat scissors. Yeah. Uh, right Dave, i hope it's you me too that'd be great thanks Dave. i would especially like an offensive explosion by the race tonight that would help my dfs yeah some big dongs if there's just a lot of if you just throw some more dongs. dongs around just dong it up a rosarina 373 just, average and 10 dongs, dongs this postseason dave you might be going somewhere i know i forget what the raise one is not the playboy uh, right mentioned. Tell you that they, they they all they all have hashtags for like the playoffs. Uh, the Braves was mix it up, so maybe maybe next year the team can do dong it up. Dongs for days. Dong it up, guys. Dong it up. Yeah, now dongs for days. I don't even know what to think anymore. Dong it up is probably not taken. I want to make a T-shirt. You should. Yes. I'm gonna start my own T-shirt company. Good. Dong it up. 2020, dong it up. Yeah. Oh, I'm following it on the app. It says in play, no out. All right, we're not going to sit here and watch the game and talk about it. Pat, thanks for the great recap of up to this point on the World Series. We all have our picks. I'm picking Tampa Bay. Pat's picking the Cardinals. And Pepe is picking. <laughs> Pepe's got the Dodgers in six. He's got the Dodgers winning tonight. Pat's got the Dodgers winning tomorrow. And I got Tampa Bay winning tomorrow. Let's see who's right. Whoever is right gets bragging rights next week. And oh, is it a Rosarina single? That's so it's so below him. It's so beneath him. Boo. I know. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I would not pick him in the first round. He's lost his step. He just dropped down to the second round for me at least. Yeah. At the most. But appreciate you all listening. As always, follow us on Twitter even though none of you do and we don't blame you. Cause it's really just Pat retweeting brave stuff. And I don't retweet just brave stuff. Bless him Mostly for doing it stuff. because none it's of like, us are doing anything on there, but he is, I still have an update of the website. It's now like four weeks behind. I hopefully we'll get to that this weekend. It's really not a, a big thing to do. I just haven't been doing it, but you can visit us. Masportspod.com. Yeah, please visit the unupdated website. <laughs> you can see what episode we had five episodes ago. It's really just to go there and send us a that message. That was a good one, though. Five episodes ago was a good one. That was a good episode. Oh, hey, so the last thing I, I – so the two things I re, I last retweeted, 
which I I found absolutely hilarious. Which normally I think you guys would shit on me, but I I think this was good. Barstool Sports had the Eagles' best defender on Thursday Night Football, and it's a picture of the twenty yard line. <laughs> that's that's what took down Daniel Jones. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's then, pretty good. And then they also have trying to make it to twenty twenty one. And they have Daniel Jones run. <laughs> Almost oh. made it, but not quite. So, oh, that's man. good stuff. Barcel Sports is funny. Good for, good for them. Yeah, they, they do some good stuff. So. Oh, that was so awesome. Did you see the, I, I think you guys would appreciate it, the WWE one? Where they had like four it. or five WWE and they're like doing wrestling moves on Daniel Jones as he's falling. Oh, I have to see that. Daniel they're Jones. so Daniel bad. Jones, by the way, almost hit... Tyreek Hill speed on that run. I know Daniel Jones had a did I mention that faster last week? max speed than Lamar Jackson. Pretty sure all I did last week was play the Bellinger home run over and over again. But I think in between there, I might have said some things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. He was did you say anything? Fast. You did say stuff. Anyway, tune into our Twitter page where we live vicariously through Barstool Sports and use all their material to get followers. That and um, Jared Carabas. And Jared Carabas. He's funny, too. Good for yeah. Jared. He's the best troll out there. I can't imagine Pepe likes him. He really trolls the Yankees hard, but... Yeah, he does. I appreciate it. I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. Like, if it wasn't against my team, I would like him. Yeah. But, but fuck that guy. You know who was also funny and good at his job, too? Dave is Plessing. Jeff Passan. Oh. Oh, yeah, and oh. Dave Pleasant. Yeah. Jeff Passan, though. That's all. Yeah. That was it. No, nope, that was a good that was a good final note for the show, Pat. Thanks for that. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. So do all the things that I just said, and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. Have a great night. Bye. Later. I can't hit stop. I forgot that I have the stop. <laughs>